Hello, my friends, and welcome to The Bible in Order, where we are chronologically going through the entire Bible in one year. Today's reading for July 19th is 2 Kings 18, verses 1 through 8, 2 Chronicles, chapters 29 through 31, and Psalm 48. Hezekiah comes to the throne, and we're told that he is a king that is unmatched by kings before him or after him. And Hezekiah is known for doing some unconventional things. He destroyed a relic created by Moses. He instituted the the Passover ceremony a month late against the custom. The priests that were instituting the Passover didn't do it in the proper way. And many of the people who partook of the Passover were ceremonially unclean. But the Bible tells us that he's unmatched, that that Hezekiah was the best king to ever sit on the throne of Judah. But he broke the law. How can that be? Well, his heart was pure, my friends, and he, he wasn't a religious zealot, that's for sure. And 2 Kings 18, verse 4, the second half of the verse, Hezekiah broke into pieces the bronze snake that Moses had made, for until then the Israelites were burning incense to it. Now, Hezekiah took the throne round about the year 716 BC, when he was 25 years old. The Exodus, scholars aren't 100% sure. There are two schools of thoughts. But most people believe that the exodus from Egypt took place between 1220 BC and sometime in the 1400s BC. And there's a 200-year gap roundabout there that some people believe, many historians believe, that the Jewish historians did not keep a calendar during times of exile. And so depending on whether or not exilic years were counted or not, there's a gap. There's a potential 200 or so year gap in the Jewish calendar as far as the history. So even if the Exodus took place around 1220 or so BC, Hezekiah was over 500 years beyond that. And there was this 500, maybe 700-year-old relic that Moses had made that was priceless. I mean, can you think of something that somebody from the 1600s would have created that, that saved an entire people that a lot of suspicious people would think superstitious, not suspicious, superstitious people might think that it had magical powers. Because when the people looked at that object, they were not harmed by the poisonous snakes all around them. Well, many would expect that Hezekiah should have been barred from the throne for that. Impeached for doing something so unconventional. But he did it for the right reasons because the people were worshiping it. They were treating it as an idol. And Hezekiah was so zealous for the truth that he did 
not care what the people thought. And that's got to be why he was so respected and God gave him so much success. In chapter 29 of 2 Chronicles, we read about Hezekiah's cleansing of the temple, repairing of the temple, restoring the items that were used during the worship. And he instructed the Levites to go in and to cleanse it. And he gave them specific orders on what to do and how to do it. And wouldn't you agree, friends, that there's a cleansing that needs to take place in the spiritual temple that is the body of Christ today? Always, when we're reading the Old Testament, we always have to think about how did the old temple compare to the temple that is today that's made up of the living stones, namely you and I? God is going to cleanse the temple that's alive and debatably well today. But then it says down in verse 36, chapter 29, verse 36, Hezekiah and all the people rejoiced over how God had prepared the people for it had come about suddenly. God is a God of the suddenly many times. And then they instituted the Passover in chapter 30, verse 15. They slaughtered the Passover lamb on the 14th day of the second month. Well, the the law said it was supposed to happen on the 14th day of the first month of the year. The priests and the Levites were ashamed and they consecrated themselves and they brought burnt offerings to Yahweh's temple. They stood at their prescribed spots. The priests realized that there were many in their assembly who had not consecrated themselves. And so they offered sacrifices for every unclean person and to consecrate themselves to Yahweh. And then in verse 18, it says, A large number of people from Ephraim, from Manasseh, from Issachar, from Zebulun, were ritually unclean. They were barred from partaking in the Passover. Yet they had eaten the Passover But Hezekiah had interceded for them. Hezekiah acted like a priest, although he was a king. David did that too, didn't he? When he took the showbread that was only supposed to be eaten by the priests. But his heart was in the right place. So Hezekiah prayed like David would have. May the good Yahweh provide atonement on behalf of whoever sets his whole heart on seeking God, Yahweh, the God of his ancestors, even though not according to the purification rules of the sanctuary. In other words, God, even though we've broken the rules, we know that you are holy and we're doing this because we're setting our affections and our attentions on you and we just want to be restored as your people, Father. We want to be as you want us to be in our hearts, even though we haven't kept the rules perfectly. And it says in verse 20, Yahweh heard Hezekiah and he healed the people. In chapter 31, 
all Israel who had attended this Passover ceremony that lasted for two weeks went out to the cities of Judah and they broke up the sacred pillars, these idols. They chopped down the Asherah poles, idols. They tore down the high places and the altars throughout Judah and Benjamin, as well as in Ephraim and Manasseh to the last one could also be translated until it was finished. There was a zealous revival that took place that the Passover was supposed to last a week, but they just didn't want to stop celebrating and praising God for his goodness. And so they went another week and then they were so fired up that they went out and changed the landscape of the land by removing the idols, by removing the places where sacrifices would be made to idols. And then they each went home. Hezekiah did this throughout all of Judah. He did what was good and upright and true before Yahweh, his God. He was diligent in every deed that he began in the service of God's temple, in the instruction and the commands in order to seek his God. And he prospered as a result of it. Psalm 48 is about Zion, this place, this holy place where the temple is being exalted because of God and because of God's people seeking him. And God will have his way. With us or without us, God will have his way. And so let it be with us my friends. May may he seek you. May he bless you. (laughs) May he bless you as you seek him. Amen. See you tomorrow.